1997 Starship Troopers. Let me set the scene. Matthew and I are sophomores in high school. Dale just got his first mortgage. Starship Troopers hits the theater. And we're not his friend. He's an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it took me out of the intro. Go ahead, son. Real quick, you know you can replicate the Terminator soundtrack with a shopping cart. If you have the like fold up part folded, you can like pinch the two pieces together and replicate this the sound I- exactly. Really, you tried that between dun, dun, episodes dun, 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 dun. from experience, or is that on dun, the wiki? Dun, 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 dun. No, I do, I do that at the uh, local supermart. Amazing voice. This is the Paper Keg Podcast, the first of the final two episodes in history uh, for weekly episodic content. You know, maybe we'll do a, a 301 like a year from now. Where we do the iconic movie, The Rock. That's right. We, we all agreed last week if we ever do a 301, so don't delete your feeds, it's going to be The Rock. Jade. Angelou, <laughs> you know Nicholas Cage is, is looks pretty hard up for cash. We might be able to offer him some money to come on as a fourth host. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Yeah. Might, can you imagine? Can you imagine getting Nick Cage? Are you kidding here, me? Here, <laughs> the intro to two ninety nine. We're we're only two weeks away from the end of what has been a great six year run of our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still wonder how many people think that we're just going to post 301 and this has just been a long troll. Well, the long troll? Yeah. We're going to enjoy our time off. This is like uh, Peyton Manning winning that second Super Bowl for the Broncos. You know, and he goes off and eats Papa John's for the next year and a half. You know what it's like? It's like when the young guns disband after the first movie and like Kiefer becomes a school teacher, and really it takes getting one of their own. So Dale would have to be captured for us to come back together as young guns to oh, yes. to set things right. Yes, I mean that would be the only way we would come yeah. back as a podcast. How about when that guy in Young Guns gets shot in the knees? Oh. <laughs> Make you famous? Oh my god! You don't recover from that getting shot in the kneecaps. Yeah, I would. I think not, and especially in that. Uh, time uh, era it's death. Yeah, one, even like you nick yourself shaving the wrong way, and that's like gangrene. You die. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you guys remember that other part of uh, Young Guns when, when it was Lou Diamond Phillips, huh? Whatever happened to that guy, huh? Like he's uh, uh, a little show called Long. Yeah, Wire. he's back now. But like, why didn't his career kind of have the same uptick as others of the young guns? Like Emilio Estevez. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland. Others and the rest, <laughs> and the others, <laughs> the other younger uh, guns. Maybe we should do um, dun, 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 something dun, dun, dun. for like the Longmire final season. Dun, dun. Oh yeah. Like come back and make it our own. I want to say spring. 
next year, maybe? Spring next year. Can we make a trip out to... Uh, Are you kidding me? Absaroka County? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm packing my bags right now. Are you... You kidding me? Are you invoking the Jeep Ramboree clause of our paper keg contract? Oh, God. oh my Where God. we caravan up. and go oh. two Jeeps at a, at a Ram, Jeez. walk into a bar. It's not just a joke anymore, folks. Coming oh soon God. to a we neighborhood get, near you. We pack you. up the tent. Tents. We maybe we strap on the on the yaks. By yeah. then, I'll have the uh, the three and a half inch sport lift. You know. Mm. This is the Paper Keg Podcast where we talk about movies. We've always talked about movies. Two final shows, second of which is going to be about a comic book. One final time. Jonesy Loves Beer is a writer. That's why we have him on the show. He's going to walk us through Starship Troopers in mere moments. Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, just today I uh, composed uh, a post-it note to myself to remind me to early close payroll since I wouldn't be in on Friday. Mm. So mm. getting published by my own hand nowadays, I just, I take it, take it to the hoop, as they say. And take uh, it to I believe uh, basketball, the sport of champions. That, that, that is the sport of champions. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. We have a secondary host who just ended a successful t-shirt campaign. <laughs> you know, they're going to be brought out to our friends in Baltimore Comic-Con. Put a rush order on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully it happens. Who knows, really? Yeah. Shipping in this country Nobody is knows. a disaster. Uh, yeah. Funny anecdote about Baltimore Comic Con. I had uh, tossed the idea around of uh, challenge coins. Remember that? It's kind of a one-off idea I had. I never told you. I got them priced out, right? Mm-hmm. So for 100 quarter-sized paper cake coins... Yeah, they would say comics and friendship on one side and the paper cake logo on the other to like as a keepsake. The cheapest price I could get was four hundred and eighty five dollars. Oh God for one hundred coins. Jeez a piece. So obviously if you wanted a paper cake challenge coin, uh, if you like to afford me five hundred dollars, I will make them. <laughs> but uh I, I don't think we're gonna see them this year at Baltimore. Or I don't slash know anybody ever. In, the, in the coin business. Yeah, it's funny, but yeah. I don't have a coin guy, you know? Ugh. I don't have a guy. Mm. It's disheartening. Next week, uh, our final show, we're going to be doing Criminal. Mm. You know? Jonesy's been asking for it for about 300 episodes. It's finally going to happen. I sw- I really hope it holds up from the last time I read it. Because <laughs> if I don't like it this time around... worth it. I might as well have pissed on six years of our legacy. If it's not worth it, we're ending the show. <laughs> Bar none. <laughs> Two, you know, it's always been our dream to do 299 episodes and end on Starship Troopers. Oh, boy. Starship Troopers, 1997, from the geniuses that brought you Robocop, one of the greatest films in history. Easily. Bar yeah. none. Let's let's follow it up. Get the same team together for a satire military movie. Starship Troopers. Gen Z, please. You know, I remember this movie was satire, but I forgot the motif of like a uh, propaganda film. And let me tell you, like I said last episode about the Terminator, it holds up. It holds mm-hmm. up. 
I uh, first of all, Michael Ironsides is a vision in this movie. <laughs> I wish he could be my high school instructor slash boot camp instructor slash lieutenant when I'm fighting bugs in a faraway world. Just amazing in this movie. Uh, yeah. I digress. Uh, so the movie follows a group of Buenos Aires, Buenos Aires as they uh, graduate high school and decide to join the space military, uh, either the fleet or the mobile infantry, and pursue a invasional war against a, a threat uh, known as the Bugs or the Arachnids, uh, kind of an alien race, a hive-minded alien race that's uh, we've discover, uh, discovered as we've started uh, colonizing other worlds so the movie really follows uh johnny rico johnny rico uh, and kind of his the people around his orbit as he kind of goes through these trials and tribulations and loss of love and promotions and and really learns what it is to be a man and a soldier uh through the i don't want to say the final days of the war because there was i think 45 or 46 sequels to this movie uh but like through like a big turning point in the war when they kind of figure out what the hive mind is all about and and even the ending of the movie doesn't really tie up the story as as much as it sets it up to uh be sequelized but starship troopers uh you've seen the space armor everywhere because it's been reused or homaged for the last 20 years uh the bugs I, I feel like became a very popular villain in other series because of this movie and the movie that made denise richards likable question mark mm. starship troopers <laughs> what was that other, what was that movie yeah. she was in the real movie the gold beautiful things beautiful creatures no oh, you're thinking wild, wild things. things wild things. dirty old man oh my <laughs> word uh, now she was in Die Another Day. I no, no, uh, so now she's I have in to one of the bad ones, one of the later Brosnan ones. All right, so there's Tomorrow Never Dies. Then the world is not enough. There it is. Yeah, because she was like Doctor Christmas or something. <laughs> I think it was her name. Dale, uh, I know, but it's we so just silly. unveiled a a fetish of yours, the Denise Richards years of Dale underscore A. No. I mean, there was a time in my life where I've obviously, I was a teenager, I found her attractive. Sure. But uh, she, she was. not to be all she, medical she about she it. Can't act just for crap. Oh, <laughs> no, not at all. She's not very good. Not very good. But you know who, who brought her up a few notches? Vision himself? Mr. Patrick Muldoon. Oh. My God. That guy dripping charisma. <laughs> That hair of his, his little bangs that he had. Oh my god, unbelievable vision. <laughs> so, um, your favorite character in Star Starship Troopers, Dale, um, Clancy. What's his name? Clancy Brown. Mm-hmm. The young uh, kid. No, he was the, uh, the drill instructor. The drill instructor. Oh. Slash, busts himself down to private so he can fight in the war too. Mm-hmm. God, I love I love that guy. I, I love you know, that guy and everything. Now that I think in, about but. it, was every vi- was Mario Van Peebles in this movie? No, because I, if so, that meant that meant every Highlander villain 
would have been featured in this film. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great. The Highlander years. Jersey. Jersey loves beer. How about uh, Neil Patrick Howard? Neil Patrick Harris being like eleven years old in this movie, <laughs> just fresh I off his could... Doogie days. His line delivery at the end of the movie, where he's supposed to be like this, you know, telepathic, uh, high up. What was he? He was like a general. Yeah, yeah. I think he's super end. high up. But he's like sixteen. Nothing he said at the end of this no. movie like made me, you know, respect him in any way, shape, or form. But well, he I had kinda... like these dark bags under his eyes to make it look like he's right, like right suffering from like his abilities casper van deem and uh denise richards and the the lady who played a uh, dizzy like uh oh, dizzy they live they all like realistically aged like if not in body it, like th- like wherewithal and yet yeah. neil patrick harris is locked in time even now <laughs> he looks like he yeah. could star as dookie hauser md <laughs> Uh, I mean, Dizzy is probably skin, my favorite character this whole movie yeah. Dizzy man she's great. alive she loyal is loyal Dizzy Flores y- you kidding me Dizzy I couldn't believe like uh, Casper was head over heels with Carmen this whole movie they were together should have ditched Carmen yeah I, mean, I know Flores is like Casper your Van physical Dean. she's your equal Flores is your physical equal in every way shape and form I mean she's <laughs> on the football team yeah, uh, I, I love that was another thing in this movie did like they did like the unisex showers but like Dizzy was on the football team she was on the front lines right next to him anything uh, Casper Van Dien Rico could do Dizzy could also do perhaps better how about what Mike Ironsides is like you want some free advice don't pass up a good thing and then they cut to them doing it in like the the zip up tent yeah and he's like he uh, he's like Rico 10 minutes have your squad on the Oh, who's that with you? Make it twenty minutes. <laughs> if yeah. he doesn't zip up the door though when he leaves, like, yeah, make he's it just 20 like minutes. <laughs> and then he flips the little zipper door back and it's like unhinged. Like, come on, rat check. At least zip it back up. Yeah. Somebody was getting their rat checked I, after that this meeting. I I mean <laughs> the every time I see this movie I love it more. I love <laughs> how like it's I don't love it obviously because because it's a great movie per se like uh-huh. it's it's they wanted it to be something great i think just budget constraints at the time and acting constraints but the 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 jonesy got into it the propaganda aspect of it and the message that it sends like how it paints the future i i i my the phrase i came up with was like how brutally casual or how casually brutal it is like mm-hmm. during boot camp when Clancy Brown tells Jake Busey to put his hand up on the wall so he could like throw a knife in it and Clancy Brown like breaks that guy's arm mm-hmm. like from there and the uh, the no pads in the football game to all the way to you you know the amount of uh gore you see on the battlefield from the bugs like but it doesn't really invoke any sort of I think compassion or it doesn't invoke any sort of uh, reaction from the, from the viewing audience. And I think it's because like, I almost want to say it was on purpose because it's, it, it sort of has like these, I guess like maybe sort of Vietnam kind of relations where the media is so on the front lines in this movie 
and like it was originally done in, in kind of Vietnam where Mia Vietnam or the media pretty much had all access to anything and and in here the media has the access and it and it shows like unrestricted footage but it's also the media is being used to uh you to join the military yeah, it's being a citizen. You, yeah to become a citizen it's put, putting a positive spin on on uh, you know world events to try and fight the bug war it's not it's not it's like as brutal as it can be it's not really brutalizing or sending the right message that these bugs are like killing everybody that lands on the planet kind of thing mm-hmm. Yeah, it like uh, totally sells you on, like I can never stop comparing it to RoboCop. Like RoboCop is a superior movie by leaps and bounds in my opinion, but Super Troopers is like in a different. Uh, Super Troopers, like, great movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we get, we get <laughs> Super them. Troopers Super obviously is in a different league, but Starship Troopers, you know, I I feel like RoboCop nailed the satire in of that era and it did it like exceptionally well, but starship like super relies on its satire and like pseudo propaganda and Mm -hmm. like it's commentary on, you know, people say fascism and it's thoughts on war and government and nationalism. But like the story isn't as strong as like, or end acting in RoboCop. So I think that's where like oh. it suffers and why people don't always talk about Super Troopers, kind of like a RoboCop film, because it has those negatives against it. Mm-hmm. But well, it, the message well, of it is like way more important, in my opinion. Like this, the messages and the the commentary in Starship Troopers. So like RoboCop works for a lot of people because um, as a satire on that level it's it's very well done but also if you play it straight it's also a good story like you could go e- down either road mm-hmm. like if you want to take it as it's on its own as an action movie it's got a great story if you want to flip it and realize it's like a corporate you know analog for the greed and excess of the 80s it also works but i think you're absolutely right you know a a government run by the military construct where democracy is thrown out the window uh, and we invade. Uh, you find out later in the film that we invaded and the bugs are actually afraid of us like is, is a great message to like as like a moral slow sign to the culture. Like, Hey, like mm-hmm. we can't become what we fight. You know, there's a reason that we haven't mm-hmm. become them, we shouldn't become them. But because it, the the story itself, and it's not populated, uh, populated by a very good main cast, to your point, I guess yeah. what I'm just doing is backing up the point you're making at this point in my rambling conversation, but the point is you're right. Yeah, I, I feel like if they had, like, Casper Van Dien was, like, Emilio Estevez. Michael Bain. <laughs> Michael Bain. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, they re- like uh, Jake Busey is Bill Paxton. <laughs> if they replace some of these actors, I mean, they had a really good cast overall. Like Ironside, uh, is it Ironside or Ironsides? You know what? I think I've been, been saying a real it last both. name. That can't be real. I mean, it's, it's got to be a stage real. name. But I mean, it had a you know pretty good cast, but the leads, yeah, I feel like kind of made the overall longevity of the movie suffer which you know maybe they couldn't have known that 
back then. Like Casper Van Dien was in Tarzan. So who, it know? it is singular. It is Michael Ironside. One Ironside. They tried a couple times with Casper. And you know why? Just because the out. other side is called hard steel. One side's iron. <laughs> Sorry, they I, I totally walked all over you. They did. Yeah. They tried their best. Like he was uh, Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> there what was he for in Sleepy minute. Hollow? He was like with, um, uh, Christina Ricci's boyfriend at the time. Like uh, before Johnny Depp came into town. I think it was Sleepy Hollow. Right. Or another Johnny Depp, Christina Ricci vehicle. That was a good movie, <laughs> from what I recall. <laughs> it was Christina Ricci vehicle. She was uh, Miss Christmas. I think that's what her name was. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Christmas. <laughs> Doctor Christmas. <laughs> Doctor Christmas. Yeah. Took uh, took us two hundred ninety nine episodes till we reveal Dale's uh, Denise Richards <laughs> fetish. No, <laughs> no it, it's so the, funny how I like I. I guess I just never. I mean, I probably before the Bond movie, I had never seen an entire movie with her in it. You know what I mean? And just, she's uh, just really a bunch not of good parts. Yeah, she's very wooden. Very wooden. The uh, I honestly, the special effects in this movie, I feel like, hold up super well. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. With the Absolutely. bugs. I mean, the, the hordes of bugs coming in. <laughs> I mean, but it's like the 23rd century, and they still don't have, like, laser guns at this point. Like, they're shooting these bugs with how many rounds of bullets that they're wasting on each bug. But that's, like, that's what I love. Like, yeah, I mean, I love it. Like, they're, they just, they're trying to unload on these bugs, and they, they're, like, these bugs, each one is, like, a Terminator. Like, I love how um, you can't sympathize with them. I mean, you can't really, like get on their level like if it were like a real war movie you can't like relate you could relate to the enemy on screen you know what i mean kind of because it's like you're killing another human but these bugs they're just like terminators and you could you could put three clips into them and and they're like like neil patrick harris said they're still 86 percent combat effective like it's crazy how unstoppable they are and there's just tons of them and it's crazy how you know, the government, the military just throws more people at the problem. Mm-hmm. It's wild. I love it. Yeah, love the the, the gore uh, stuff where they were fighting the bugs where, you know, dudes were just getting, like, decapitated, cut in half, legs torn off. It was so good. So vicious. Mm-hmm. Loved it. How Didn't about when... Uh, wanted to be a roughneck real bad, didn't he? Oh, my God, yeah. Did you ever watch that car- CGI cartoon, Roughnecks? No. It's, no. It's pretty good. It's like early CGI, so it's not that, I mean, it's not that good, but the storyline is pretty good. It takes on like the main guy is like one of the guys in the media and he's along with Rico's Roughnecks for the uh for adventures and you know, mm. not for bloody battles and stuff like that. It's is Jake Busey in it. <laughs> I'm squad leader. I'm going for squad leader. You gotta, you gotta him down, which is even harder because of his big mouth and his like big teeth. That's my, that's my position. That's my pin you're wearing. <laughs> Man, he really muffed it up. That guy, how did that guy even make it into the army? <laughs> I Honestly, know. they were de- pure desperation. I mean, when they were doing the training sequences, there's no way Jake Busey passes at all. In my He's opinion, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, 
Vince Vaughn doing the rings in old school with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> like that's how I imagine Jake Busey's physical went. Uh, but he's like, that's why he's frontline grunt. I mean, anybody can hold a gun, I and if he so, dies, yeah. he dies. You know. How about when they brought in the the other group of kids at the end when they're Rico's roughnecks, and like the 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 front lines are literally fifteen year old kids, <laughs> yeah, fourteen and fifteen year olds. Yeah, man. That's Where's the another... propaganda at home? Please have as many children as physically possible. I know, right? Like, what were their parents thinking, Rico? I get, I get, like their parents, his parents didn't want him to go. But where, where are these thirteen-year-old girls' parents agreeing to the propaganda machine? Mm-hmm. They probably got something over on them. You know what I mean? Like, could be that maybe they, they had relatives. They want a stipend, you know? Buenos Aires. This is a. Uh, this is how Halo got started. <laughs> Speaking of which, how sad is it that we'll never get a Halo movie after Microsoft blew it? With their first chance, <laughs> I wonder what the, I wonder what the Halo franchise would be like if they if they did make that movie. I don't know. Where, you think what, it'd be better the, off? What's the know. untold story of the Halo movie? Did they try to make one? Mike, Microsoft got cocky with movie studios, so they wanted like a huge percentage. So they like <clears throat> they shipped out like scripts in a metal suitcase with dudes dressed as master chief they sent them all to like movie studios it was like a big pub- publicity stunt and i think they wanted like 50 percent of like revenue <laughs> which is like you know ridiculous every movie studio told them to go like f themselves right but like they they got to the script phase with one or i think they they made the script first alex garland was like paid a million dollars to write the script but it just never happened so question as a lifelong halo fan would you prefer in the movie that we never take Master Chief's helmet off, that he's just only the armor, or would you rather like an A-list celeb fill the role? I feel like they they couldn't have done the movie a successful movie with him not taking his helmet off, or having like a popular voice, because that's what Bendis tried to do in the comic book. Remember, it, like he ended up having to write a story with like supporting characters as the leads, and Master Chief was like the B story. Yeah, I don't want to say oh, anything yeah. like that. What was the one with John one thirteen? Like the story of his upbringing. Was that Bendis who wrote that? No, that might have been like a Dark Horse one or something. I really like but, that story. Had they I mean, if steal they only the had, kids and replace them yeah, with clones? If they, if they only had like a short window to make the movie, maybe it's better that they never made it. Yeah, that's tough to say for you. You're a huge Halo it's, fan. I was. My my youth was built on Xbox Live, mm. Halo. I still tell the story of your brother almost get me fired. Remember that? <laughs> from yeah, for he like you brought him did, like medicine or something, and did he, he like force you to stay to play Halo Two online. Did, yeah, did he contract? Uh, I and I'm, I don't want to say this derogatory. Did he have like malaria or something crazy? He got in Africa. Know. Hopefully, he didn't come home with malaria. Uh, it was bad. something goofy, but I can't. I he your mother asked me to deliver it to him. So it, your mom asked me anything, and I'll do it. So I came down to deliver the drugs for Joe, and uh, he was like, you can't leave until we play one round of Halo. And I'm like, but <laughs> Joe, I'm technically working. And he's like, I don't care. Pick up your paddles. So we uh, we play, I ended up playing for like half an hour. I got phone calls from the pharmacy I ignored, and I said I got lost. <laughs> what a life we had. We got lost. We were back when. Starship Troopers. Yeah. If only for today. Also, the music was lacking in this film. This didn't have 
ter- didn't you know, have Terminator. Didn't have, didn't, certainly didn't have Terminator music. Could have used it. Now, here's a qu- now. As much as I love this movie, I really made zero effort to see any of the other ones, other than the Rex cartoon. I've never seen any of the sequels. I think they were all direct to video anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think um, one just came out, like a CGI movie just came out with I think Casper Van Dien as the voice, like last Jeez. month. What? I guess probably. Dude, I'm telling you. So I'm look up and see what Casper Van Dien's been up to. My God, he looks amazing. I know he's on Twitter because I followed him for a while because I was like, holy crap, Casper Van Dien is on Twitter. <clears throat> he looks like Prefontaine in his Wikipedia picture. <laughs> right, Dale, you're absolutely right. He just did Starship Troopers, Traitor of Mars. Yeah, crazy, right? Mm. Let's see what he's been up to. <coughs> Tarzan the Lost City. I think Ironsides was back for some of the sequels. He also did Starship Troopers 3, Marauder, Shiver. Oh, 2016's Army Dog. 2012, Nibs. Nibs. <laughs> 2014, he was the director of Sleepy, Sleeping Beauty? What? 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 Mm. 2015's classic Fire Twister. Classic movie right there. Yeah, oh, he's been in fewer projects than uh, Michael Bain, but no less mm. similar. You want to live forever? <laughs> oh, I couldn't boy. take his uh, like showboating on the football field. I can't. I couldn't take the sport of football in the future. <laughs> in other words, like the way they're flipping <laughs> around. And the way every hit was like a death blow <laughs> yeah. to one person only. <laughs> yeah. Dizzy's like mowing people over, like mm-hmm. sending them into the crowd. And then Jeff comes over and steals Kelly from Zach. God, Son she wanted it bad. Oh, yeah. Like, Palpable. he flew in there. I, w- I started sweating just at the te- at the tension that at his was hair. between the two. Yeah. Yeah, his his bangs. His bangs ha- ha- flapping over. His 23rd century bangs. Do you Golly. want to know more? <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Did she really I mean the breakup that she she dumped Rico mm-hmm. by, you know, laser disc that was rough. That was rough. Um but I think it was I I do think it was the right thing to do. I mean cuz she couldn't concentrate on Rico and being a pilot at the same time. Those things are are impossible. But like in the given even if it was uh not a movie like and it was a small cast who was bound to run into together each other. Like they're in different parts of space. They're like yeah. light years away from each other. They they theoretically would never see each other again. Right? And why would of, they? Why would they not break up as they separate that one time where they're like, we're never going to see each other again. Let's stay friends though. Yeah, like they didn't sober up after he said that and be like, oh, you know what? That's <laughs> true. We're never going to see like, each other again. Rico's an idiot. Like, yeah. let's just assume that you're going into the army for your girlfriend in present day. Like, you'll see each other again. Now, you're going into the galaxy arm- army <laughs> where you're going to be light years away, 99% chance you'll never see each other again. Why would you do that for a girl? What's the end game there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the- like, theoretically, I'm not a space expert, and I don't know where Clendathu is compared to Buenos Aires, but, like... Chances are, 
Casper Van Dien like gets put in cryo sleep for for 90 years to be shipped out to his mission and when he wakes up everybody he knows is like dead you know what I mean like it's that kind of situation we're talking about here I do I can't even wrap my head around those scenarios even with Interstellar Interstellar made me I had anxiety in those scenes in Interstellar (laughs) yeah 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 every time she put her toe in the water a generation passed on earth (laughs) (laughs) was that it was like years yeah remember she like screwed up so bad that how many years did he lose? All for it, evil Matt Damon. Oh my god! So, Goodness. a question, and and that made me think of that. Their primary weapon against Earth is to use gas to throw asteroids at Earth from an asteroid field in their solar system. But what are the chances the asteroid navigates the entire galaxy? in any amount of time that isn't like billions of years to actually hit Earth. Yeah, I didn't so, get any of that. I glossed over the asteroid business. I didn't get it. I was like, uh, yeah, I spent two seconds thinking about this silly storyline. <laughs> I don't what, know. Exactly. That's a good question. And maybe the I think brain my brain just started to, to physically itch as I <laughs> tried to think of how that worked. Right. Yeah. Like, a, like how are they controlling these asteroids and sending them into anything? Like I, just random I can get down. I can get down with them, like being telepathic and telekinetic enough that maybe that way I can get down with that. Like I can almost forgive that. But mm-hmm. how does it travel? Like I want to hit this specific city on this planet that is literally more distance than you and I can realistically fathom. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Is the yeah, that's. I mean, that's. What about um, super great question? What about at the end where they're all celebrating that the blob of uh, creature is afraid, and it's afraid. they're all like, set, they're talking to each other. The three of them, they're all friends again, and they're palling around like their arms around each other. I was like thinking to myself, like, he's a general. Don't touch him. Like you can't yeah. just pal around with a general like that. Like, listen, like learn your role. Especially the way he treated them. The like the duration of the movie after they left high school, mm-hmm. he treated them like second class citizens. Yeah, and they were rightfully so. They were for according to him, they were right, and his like, rank. Can he even be seen talking to a private at that point? Like I know he got upgraded to lieutenant. Right, but like I, f- I feel like people would be looking at them like, "What are they doing? Like, what's happening there? They're just talking." And it's that that's a like that's a, I'm glad you brought that up, but that's another part of the movie that I really like, and it's not addressed in any sort of way, but but from like it kind of mimics real life, and I think I relate to that from like where you are and who you know in high school to where you end up being the person you you are when you get older and how you wonder like like um, Carmen and Rico for example like they were kind of sweet on each other in high school but like looking back after he had he got to have Dizzy and stuff like that he's probably like wondering what did I ever see in this girl to begin with and it's just like the the chasm that you grow and overcome from high school to wherever you are now is like, even though it's you're set against this backdrop of this bug war, mm-hmm. 
it's like still real life in that in that way. I like that part of it. Yeah, and I and I totally get that it's in the spirit of the satire. You know that they would still be like friends during this kind of insane moment in their lives that they just captured this bug and they'd mm-hmm. be palling around at that point still. Like there were so many points in the movie where like they were high-fiving each other with like blood on their face. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. After, like so many people just died, but they were happy because he got a promotion and stuff like that was great. Yeah, because like death is not really mourned or Yeah, like even they were untouchable. Like, yeah. They didn't care. Yeah, yeah. And if you end, probably the fact that they've seen so much death and, and Earth throws so many human bodies at the bug problem anyway that you're just super numb to death so mm-hmm. if you die you die but if not you celebrate and you drink and you get tattoos you know what i mean yeah how about when they poured whiskey on his tattoo like while it was being made god yeah, like that jerk off you could have ruined that arm forever yeah like who's to say that your laser tattooist that's gonna interfere i think some kind of arc flash <laughs> yeah, you, those things are dangerous. I, I I submit that I think the tattoo machine is probably a safe mode, where right. it doesn't it doesn't yeah. hurt anybody. Uh huh. Yeah, that's true. permanently. There you have it, Super Troopers, nineteen ninety seven. The broken lizard feature. Rhode Island State Police. It was a Rhode Island three hundred two Super Troopers. Or was it Vermont? State police. What was your first idea? Rhode Island? I had to think. Uh, I don't know if it's Rhode Island. I remember I being it's Vermont. obsessed with that movie. That was a, that was time a great capsule. movie. That and uh, I feel like it's the same era was the original seasons of Family Guy. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Like we all thought Family Guy early seasons was the hottest S in history. <laughs> seasons and one man, and two. Did that change? <clears throat> I can still laugh at Family Guy. Super Troopers? I could honestly, coming in hot, I could take or leave Super Troopers. Mm. I guess no, you're they excited were, for they were Super, like Troopers super too. hot for a while. Broken Lizard, and they did that like weird horror comedy movie that Club flopped. Dread. And then that was the end of them. Club Dread. Yeah, you, and, you could even tell like the marketing, they didn't know what to do with that movie. <laughs> they, you know what it was? is They, they gave them uh, the Dukes of Hazard. And it oh, was like, yeah. they said, all right, we'll do Dukes if we could do our own movie. But they did Club Dread, and it was, uh, Bill Paxton was in it, you know? So closing the loop on that one. Mm, six Degrees of Bill. There we go. Next week is uh final show. Mm. Baltimore Comic Con, the final meetup. You know, we'll all probably hold hands together. We'll do like a bow. You yeah. know, at the end of a show, <laughs> I don't. I don't think we'll be doing that. It would have been great if we could record the final episode in person, though. Mm, it would have been odd. Yeah, there's still time. Let's let's think. Let's really think. I still think on episode three hundred. Oh yeah, Papa John's. <laughs> then I'll be looking at this Skype, and Mark's going to be in the frame at your house, Lynn. It's going to be one final how, time, the four of how us. How hilarious would it be we we meet at the local Papa John's? You know, we enjoy some of their fine pizza. Oh, God. Get a cinnamon oh, bread God. dessert or whatever it is. Oh, cinnamon sticky Maybe bun. Maybe lava cake. Oh. 
God. God almighty. Do we know anybody from Papa John's? Maybe they'll hook us up with a free pie. We record the final episode there. Got a BOAO DDP. Bring your own diet Dr. Pepper. I don't think they serve that. <laughs> If we do know anybody, it's feel safe to DM us because you know I don't. I respect you yeah, not wanting you, to be eaten alive on social media. You want to you want to talk about people getting ornery? Oh boy! You mentioned that you Passion. like uh, fast food pizza. God forbid they'll flip a table on you. Yeah. How dare you? How could you do that to the children? They said. You know, you got these designer pizza places out there. I guess flipping their making their pies for you and I mean, what you do. It's not a pizza unless you pay thirty six dollars for a large, because right. some organic vegan pizza farmer threw <laughs> the slices from the ground like gladiator. <laughs> Can't wait until we go eat vegan Friday night, Baltimore Comic Con. Mm. And I if I gotta f with people so hard if my insomnia is still going on. Can, I, like 4 can I just say something real quick? I went to a vegan place with my cousin and sisters a couple months ago. Sorry to hear that. It was like one of those uppity places. It was like super expensive, but it was delicious. Mm, coming in hot. Coming in fresh. Veg, fresh and hot. Center City. Check it out. Oh, yeah. Dale, I, you I, might, work right, I work right next to it, so, you know, it's no big deal for me. You might need to go, maybe one of your little gatherings at work, go out, go check out Veg. Yeah? Jonesy looks pissed. Darn. <laughs> Jonesy <laughs> hates us now for some reason. Uh, I love they probably both. have Diet Dr. Pepper at these vegan places. Probably not because, you know, maybe a bird flew by the window when that soda was being made, so they can't oh drink God. it now. Oh, my God. Cancel. Sorry, if you're vegan, I lo- I love you based on the merits of you, not your uh, your dietary choices. Oh they probably God. have like uh, the sugar in the raw version, like diet sugar in the diet, raw. Uh, diet Dr. Pepper uh, in the raw med- medical cold pepper, or you know, it's like some artisanal <laughs> soda brand, midwife pepper, <laughs> midwife pepper. <laughs> what were the old uh, doctors like it? That wore the uh, plague faces like in... Oh, yeah. Oh, I have no idea what they're called. called. Damn. We'll get the intern on that. We'll do it live. This is what happens when we do it live. We'll do it live from Papa John's one final time next week. Criminal, volume one. Oh, my God. Available in Comixology Unlimited. (laughs) Disclaimer, I work for Comixology. (laughs) Disclaimer, you can get uh, Daredevil, Bendis, and Malieve. So... I might pay you six dollars to read that. Disclaimer. Disclaimer, please. Sign up. 